Smartcast. You are listening to a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hello, everyone. I'm Navneet Dubey from Mint's personal finance team, and today's topic of Why Not Mint Money podcast is how should millennials plan their finances before purchasing a house. Before that, I would like to tell you that in our today's episode. We have invited Anush Sharma as an expert speaker today. He is the Chief Operating Officer of India Mortgage Guarantee Corporation Private Limited. Hi, welcome to Why Not Mint Money, a personal finance podcast where we help you understand basic money concepts and share strategies for you to build your wealth. So let's get started on your money journey. So hi Anush, welcome to the episode. my first question to you is what are the most vital home buying guidelines for millennials thanks namit before i give answer to your question i think it is very very imperative that we understand what millennials means okay so let's understand why there is so much talk about millennials what exactly this millennial population is so the general consensus is that its members were born sometime between the 80s and early 2000s This generation is also referred to as Generation Y. Okay. Okay. So some of the important features of this generation are a generation born and raised in era of technology, completely in social media. This was the first generation who grew up with computers in their homes, and I think these are the, they are they are just good by good good in technology by default. These this generation is already called digital natives. Okay. Right. You give some perspective on the on the fact side and on the the size of the. this this population and this working population approximately 43% of the world's working population belongs to millennial generation they are one of the largest generations and they are hitting they, they are already in their prime spending years the generation is already proving to be a game changer for the financial services industry i think it is safe to believe that they are becoming a force multiplier towards increasing financial services demands in the indian context uh, if i say uh, there was this market survey which was conducted by 360 realtors they found out that millennials are going to play a very pivotal role in the housing segment basically the company had surveyed 1200 middle income millennial respondents with an annual income of 7 lakhs the survey demonstrated that 75% of the millennial population wanted to buy a home in another 3 years time span I believe that this opportunity is so huge, and it is becoming imperative that we detail out this segment and design products, services, and deliveries accordingly. Okay, so like uh, I have one um, issue, and this is a major issue with millennials. Like, how should they plan their finances for down payment? Normally, people can pay EMIs, but they don't have that surplus to you know pay down payments. Well, let me. This is. You know, financing the down payment. This is something which is a very, very subjective matter, and it depends upon person to person. But yes, I can definitely highlight few two, three pointers because since this is a young generation, and they normally don't have those kind of saving habits. But in case you're going for a home loan and you want to save for the down payment, I have two, three points uh, which I'd like to highlight. One is that start early. If you start investing early. you should make plans long term plans as well as short term plans what do you want to do in the short term maybe in next 2 years span maybe next 3 years span and then what do you want to do in like 5 6 years time accordingly you start early start investing second is manage your money so there's absolutely as i said it's 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 a highly subjective matter and no one size fits all financial experts usually recommend that you use a 50 30 20 ratio which roughly which 
effectively means that 50% of your income should be spent on your current expenditures, 30% on your personal expenditures. And by current expenditures, I meant rent, commute, food, and personal expenditure. I meant clothes, courses, education, everything. And the remaining 20% should go in your savings. Again, you can, uh, you know, everyone can juggle it between this ratio and start saving depending upon their goals in their mind. And the third, I would say, is invest according to your goals because uh, multiple investment opportunities are available: mutual funds, stocks, direct equity, bonds, gold, and so on. And, and again, if you're low on savings, there's nothing uh, like starting a small investment with a systematic investment plan. So, so you you start investing without sacrificing on your current financial health. But yes, it is imperative to start investing and think about the goals and then plan out the future course of action in terms of investments. Okay. Okay. So, like, uh, what millennials should look after while opting a lender? So, once they have, you know, selected a lender, what then what they should look at? See, lender selection is again, uh, as I said, that this generation is a digital. This, this generation is called digital lenders. They are just good by technology by default. So, and they are also called a Gafa generation. You know, you <laughs> Gafa means Google, Apple, Facebook, and Amazon generation. They are always looking out for seamless user experience enabled by technology. They they completely go towards transparency on price, fees, and communication. They like to have an you know, order products and services matching their demands. So as far as the lenders are concerned, opting for a lenders, I would um, I would like to highlight one or two pointers. What they exactly look out and uh, look out for those uh, the qualities they look out in a lender, so that they can decide upon and choose upon their lending partner. One is the social media presence. Millennials will not use one, but many online sites and social media outlets to form opinions. Okay. They always expect their lender to have a broad, digital, engaging presence. Second, in my view, should be positive peer reviews, positive affirmations, and social endorsements about mortgage companies or about lending companies heavily influence their buying decisions. In their world, the power and information comes from the connection, not from the subject matter experts. Okay, so the lenders need to have that, you know, they, they take opinions from their peers to make decisions. The bill, and the third one, which comes to my mind is the believability of a brand. If they do not believe in the brand and your brand, uh, what you are communicating in a way, they want to get communicated, it may not be the expectation and they won't be sold for this. Okay. So these, these three points, I think the, uh, you know, what comes to my mind when, you know, a millennial must be thinking when they are choosing the lender partner. Okay, so there there is one more issue uh, when it comes to you know taking a loan. Should one go to a bank or a HFC, housing finance company? So that's that's again a matter of a personal choice. There's absolutely no difference in terms of uh, there are housing com- housing companies, there are HFCs, there are NBFCs, there are banks who, who are offering loans in the market. I would say you know you go with the best. You always tend to go with the best deal, the best rate of interest, best conditions in what suits you so there's absolutely nothing like a millennial generation should choose a bank or an NBFC they should they should directly go ahead with whatever they are comfortable with okay okay uh, so should millennials opt for a mortgage guarantee scheme for home loans and also uh, tell our listeners like what is mortgage guarantee scheme yeah so uh, to the answer to the first question would be yes they should opt for a mortgage guarantee scheme Okay, what is mortgage guarantee? Mortgage guarantee is a risk mitigation tool given to the lender partners or the banks and the NDFCs in the market to go out in the market and 
give loans to unbanked and underbanked customers, give loans to the idea is that they should not leave the customer, every customer should be onboarded, uh, take a higher risk, give higher eligibilities, give higher tenures, and back your risk, the extra risk which you are taking on that particular loan with a mortgage guarantee. It's a limited product for both the customer as well as the lenders. So by paying a nominal fee for a mortgage guarantee, uh, a customer can, in early age, for example, in millennials they are talking about, they can ensure lower EMI payouts by opting for higher tenure loans. Because with mortgage guarantee, banks are often the tenure up to 70 years uh, age of maturity. Normally, their normal policies, they offer up to 60-65 years, which is considered to be the retirement age. But if you attach mortgage guarantee, you can give us loan till 70 years of your age. So that, that's really extra five years tenure, which in turn will converts into lower EMI payouts, lower monthly payouts. So that's that's what millennials can offer. for. It also mortgage guarantee also helps in structuring higher eligibilities. For example, if I'm if I'm looking for a let's say 20 lakhs loan and my eligibility is 18 lakhs, that means my property if my property is 22 lakhs, I have to shell out four lakhs more. But with mortgage guarantee, we give higher eligibilities, we structure the case in such a way, maybe term extension or maybe taking through higher income debt ratios. We structure in a way that we we offer that particular sign. 20 lakh rupees. For example, if I am offered 20 lakh rupees with a nominal fee payment, I will go with that and I will end up paying only 2 lakhs as a down payment. So yes, mortgage guarantee is, I would say, is an enabler for millennials generation. It is an enabler for uh, housing ownership or unbanked and unbanked customer and it is an enabler for housing ownership deeper into the markets, maybe category B and C towns. So yes, millennials should offer mortgage guarantee scheme for home loans in case they want to start early and you know, as as they go, they can any any time pay it off and cover their uh, mortgage loan. But yes, at the start of it, they can definitely offer mortgage guarantees. Okay, so how millennials can get the best interest rate on home loans, and how they can minimize the impact of rising home loan rates? Okay, so okay, best interest rate on home loans again, it depends on lender to lender. Every lender has uh, all you know. Depending upon the risk segments they are catering to or the market segment they are catering to, every lender has to define their rate of interest. Uh, how can you minimize the impact of rising home loans? Uh, home loan rates is maybe, uh, you know, three options come to my mind is one, off for tenure extension. So normally when the rate goes up, the, uh, the, the customer has an option that either to increase their tenure if, if their age allows so, or the EMI gets increased. So if if this generation, the age is on their side, if, if at all it is possible, go for higher tenure extension. If the loan rate goes up and you feel there's a there's a heat coming in by paying higher EMIs, go for tenure extension. Or go for a home saver option. There are various lenders in the market who are giving this OD facility for a home loan wherein you can park your extra funds and save the interest to the extent of those funds parked in that account. And you can keep on using and you know putting the funds back in the account. That's how you save on the, the ROI on the overall loan. And the third option which comes to my mind is if you if you have enough cash, if you have enough liquidity, if you think that the uh, rates have gone up and it's going back to your monthly payouts, and you will start feeling the heat of it, go for part payment of the loan. And if at all tenure extension is not possible and you have extra cash available, extra money available, you go and part extra money and do some part payment on the loan. I think with those uh, things, you will be able to minimize the impact of 
Okay, the believers population would be able to minimize impact of browsing on local breaks. Okay. Okay, it's it's lovely speak to you, Anuj. Thank you so much for your valuable time. That brings us to the end of our episode. If you would like to know more or make suggestions of a personal finance topic that you want us to cover, you can reach out to me on Twitter at @amnavneetdubey. Thank you for tuning in. See you in the next episode. This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.